You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. This is Dare to Love show. Dare to Love is a program that cultivates vocation awareness in the Archdiocese of Chicago through discussion of topics related to vocation discernment, promotion, highlighting religious life. Dare to Love is also part of um, the ministry of the Office of Religious in the Archdiocese of Chicago and the Chicago Archdiocesan Vocation Association, otherwise known as CAVA. I am Sister Lavina, your host. I'm a Franciscan Sister of the Sacred Heart, also the coordinator of Religious Vocations Ministries for OFR, Archdiocese of Chicago, and coordinating CAVA. Uh, today, I am being helped in the background is Mr. Michael May uh, for our sound, audio, for the YouTube coverage. And today, also, we have Brother Arnaldo Sanchez as our guest. Brother Arnaldo, a welcome. Um, Brother Arnaldo is a um, Thank you, sister. member of the Order of Friars, uh, Servants of Mary, and also a very new member of CAVA. So thank you for uh, joining us. And today, I really would like to, first of all, because uh, being part of the, uh, the brothers, probably um, maybe a short introduction, and then a little bit about how you met up with your community, Brother Arnaldo, and a little mm -hmm. bit about yourself as well, because I find it fascinating. We were talking earlier about your background, and you've been in different places, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Lavinia, for having me. I'm, I'm very thrilled and excited to be part of this uh, this interview, this program. So, yeah, my name is Brother Arnaldo Sanchez. I am a member of the Servite Order here. Uh, we're stationed here in Chicago. Our mother house is here in Chicago at the Basilica of Our Lady of Sorrows. Um, I am Puerto Rican. I was born in Puerto Rico in the city of Arecibo, Puerto Rico. And I came to this country when I was a young nine-year-old and settled in Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, and then at some point, my family returned to Puerto Rico where I finished high school in Puerto Rico and studied at the Pontifical College or Pontifical University of Puerto Rico. Nonetheless, I returned to the States um, to finish my studies in the States. Uh, and I ended up in Kissimmee, Florida. And that's where I met the Servites um, at the age of 33. 
So I, I wasn't a, a really young man, but I was a mature man who has all who had always been searching and has always been involved in the church in some form or of another, uh, but primarily in the catechetical part of it. I've always helped with catechesis and all the places that I've been. But nonetheless, I met the Servites while I was working at a Servite parish in Kissimmee, Florida, St. Catherine of Siena. And um, it was a Servite parish at that time. We no longer uh, administer that parish, but at that time it was a parish. And I was working as the business manager uh, for the parish. And I received an invitation from the priest there, Father Vidal Martinez. And um, after some hesitation, uh, I accepted that invitation. Um, I had already been involved and knew a lot of the Servites with, uh, by working at the parish. I even became a secular order member, a third order member of the Servites. Um, and I, I, I presume, I guess, that the inspiration for my vocation um, had its roots in the secular order and, and all my brothers and sisters in the secular order who were praying for me and for my vocation. So when that invitation came forth from, from the pastor of the, of the parish, I did hesitate because I wasn't really looking at the vocation of the priesthood, to the priesthood. I was more, um, I felt called to the vocation of, of being a brother. Um, but I think it took, in that invitation, Father Martinez, Father said, you know, in order to be a religious, you don't have to be a priest. Um, you can continue to nurture your vocation as a brother if that's where the Lord wants you. And um, I accepted the invitation to attend a vocation retreat here in Chicago at that time. And um, after that, um, I attended two additional um, meetings here in Chicago. Uh, and uh, it was after the third time that I made my decision. I, I after much prayer and and thought and talking it out with people that were close to me and who supported my vocation, um, I said that I would begin the application process. And once I did that, um, I recall that. I received my letter of acceptance to the order on a Holy Thursday of Holy Thursday of 1999, and uh, I joined the formation program, moved to Chicago, joined the formation program, and the novitiate program. I, I I went started going back to school. I got a pastoral ministry degree and a master's in theology. Um, and then, you know, just to make a long story short, I was professed in 2004. So I've been a solemn professed brother, friar, for 18 years. 
Congratulations. And thank you. Thank yeah. you. And as a brother, um, I have ministered in, in various places uh, throughout the Servite Order here in the United States, primarily in catechesis and the various parishes that I've been assigned to. I've, I've worked as the director of religious education, RCIA programs, adult faith formation. Uh, so I focus my vocation in, in catechetics. Mm -hmm. I did spend a number of years at our high school in Anaheim, California, teaching theology to ninth graders, uh, which was a, a wonderful experience as well. But my true calling was in parish work, mm -hmm. working in, in a parish, mm -hmm. working with the people of God, uh, sitting in the pews with the people of God and ministering to them. That's great. And preparing their children uh, you know, for the sacraments and preparing the children to have a relationship with God and preparing the adults to have a relationship with God. Wonderful. Um, and then this summer, um, you, in August, you went to uh, do your Camino. So I did. Can, you, can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit more about that? Okay. The Camino de Compostela, I did the, the Camino Frances. Uh, which is a 755-kilometer walk uh, through northern Spain from the city of Roncesvalles to Santiago de Compostela to the cathedral of the saint, uh, St. James in, in, in Santiago. Um, it was a 33-day walk. I walked anywhere from 10 to 18, sometimes 20 miles, depending on, on where I, you know, spent the night. Um, but it was, it took me 10 years to, to get there mm -hmm. because it, for me, it was a spiritual journey. It was a retreat and was 10 years in the making. And I say 10 years in the making because when I was transferred to St. Louis um, a number of years ago, I had plans to to do the Camino. And it did not happen, obviously, because I, I got transferred into a new ministry, a new parish. Um, but it was something that I had always wanted to do ever since. Um, and it meant a lot more because I wanted to celebrate my birthday during the Camino. Mm -hmm. I wanted to celebrate my 60th birthday in the Camino in a way where I wanted to give the Lord thanks for my life, for the people in my life, and for the many, many blessings that he has given me and will continue to give me. So that was one of the main purposes of, of, of doing the Camino in terms of gratitude for my life. It was indeed a spiritual journey. It was a, a retreat. It was a time to, to break away from the daily hustle and bustle of life and encounter myself in the solitude of walking. Even though I, I encounter many, many people from all over the world 
because it was in August, obviously. Um, it was whole summer, and a lot of people uh, did the, uh, the, the Camino. I know that um, when I started it, um, the first two weeks, for the most part, I spent alone. Um, but I met people along the way and was able to to hear their experiences of life and why they were doing the Camino. And in turn, I share with them my own experiences of why I was doing the Camino and what it meant for me. Uh, but it gave me a lot of time to think and commune with nature. Um, unfortunately, um, three weeks before I started the Camino, the fires in that region had ceased uh, because there were a lot of forest fires. So wow. uh, with that and the summer weather and it being very, very uh, hot, um, it, it made the walking sometimes hard. Yeah. Uh, but I was able to, to make it to my destination. Mm -hmm. I put uh, my best foot forward every morning by praying the rosary. Every morning that I set out for the 33 days, I pray the rosary and commended myself to our Blessed Mother. And I also carried with me in my journal um, about 200 names of people that I was praying for. Wow. Um, among those 200 names are also uh, my family members. Mm -hmm, but course. I spent a lot of time in prayer as well. Yeah. Um, so um, that, you know, there's a whole lot more that we're going to talk about on the Camino in terms of not just your experience, but your wisdom. Why don't we take a short break and then when we come back, we'll continue about your experience in Camino and maybe about um, going back to your vocation as a brother, which is a pretty unique vocation experience. We'll okay. be right back. Join Catholic Charities on Sunday, February 5th for the Divine Affair, one of the premier wine tasting events in Chicago. Sample and purchase wines and craft beers from around the world. Attend a wine appreciation and beer tasting seminar while you enjoy gourmet hors d'oeuvres and fabulous desserts. A spectacular silent auction and raffle are included as well. All proceeds benefit Catholic Charities programs and services that have anyone in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Purchase your Divine Affair tickets online today at catholiccharities.net slash divine. Our thanks to Louis Glunz Wines and the Joseph Glunz family for their generous support of Divine Affair. This is your 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> 
Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities invites you to First Look for Charity, an extraordinary black tie evening at McCormick Place on Friday, February 10th. Enjoy an elegant private reception and be among the first to explore the latest in automotive innovation at the Chicago Auto Show. Your ticket also gives you the chance to win either a 2023 Honda CRV or a 2023 Subaru Crosstech. As you register, please select Catholic Charities so a portion of your ticket purchase benefits those we serve. Join us at First Look for Charity on Friday, February 10th. Visit catholiccharities.net to get your tickets today. And we are back to Dare to Love show. This is Sister Lavina, your host, and our guest today is Brother Arnaldo Sanchez from the Servites here in Chicago. Brother Arnaldo, you were talking about uh, part of your um, where you've been coming from, you've, where you've been coming from Puerto Rico, and then meeting the Servites uh, community and having been missioned to several places, but most especially. Uh, a state that's near and dear to me is California. I consider myself California as well as uh, a Filipino, uh, having grown up in the Philippines. And, uh, and, and so for you, your, your beloved Puerto Rico, it, it's like, you know, and being in, in Massachusetts and then uh, having been in different places. California is one thing, well, Chicago, of course, but California <laughs> is one of uh, uh, something that we have in common because I always tell people about the Religious Education Congress that usually happens mm -hmm. around um, the Lenten season. And this year, um, after COVID, <coughs> we're having an in-person in February, the, um, the last weekend. I won't be able to go, unfortunately, because of conflict of schedule, but hopefully other people will tune in to that event. Um, now, talking about your experience in the Camino, you mentioned something about Frances, French. So what is that mm -hmm. all about? Does that mean you started in the French side, or what does that mean? It does start in the, the first stage is in the French side in St. Jean or St. John, but I did not start at St. Jean. I started in Roncesvalles, the second stage, second stage. The first stage would have been crossing the Pyrenees, um, about a, I don't know, 20 kilometer hike. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I guess I, I didn't feel like hiking the Pyrenees. Uh, so I started uh, in the second stage. Okay. So it is called the Camino Frances because it starts there. Remember the the Camino is is a network of pilgrim trails that span across Europe, and they meet in Santiago de Compostela oh. at the Cathedral of Saint James. Um, and you know, I just felt called to starting in Roncesvalles, which was a four hundred and sixty nine mile walk, hike, mm -hmm. from, from Roncesvalles, the city of Roncesvalles. Oh. Okay. And then, so, um, yeah, because, you know, I've, I've never done it, and I've heard uh, many different people uh, go through it, and you said it was 10 years in the making. It and, was 10 years in the making, yes. Yeah. And you couldn't see me, Brother Arnaldo, but I was, um, you know, you I 
you know, I, I had some tears because I recently had a loss. I lost my eldest sister. Her name is mm-hmm. what's Lorena Alanis. And so um, the grieving period really of losing someone um, and around the age she she will be she would have turned 60 in February. And so when you were talking about praying the rosary, which is near and dear to her heart, we did a rosary novena for her. Because um, she died uh, mm-hmm. January fourth, and so we've just been kind of going through all all the organizing when mm-hmm. you lose someone, um, and you doing that pilgrimage. I just felt like I think you were praying for us in advance, even though that was in August. And with prayer, mm-hmm. you know, God's way is always it 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 defies time. And so mm-hmm. thank you for that, that you had those That's, 200 That is names. very true. I just yeah. not prayed for all those people in my head, in my list. Yeah. I prayed for the entire world, for thank everyone you. that was associated to to me. And I've known you for a while. Yeah. I mean, I met you at the NRBC conference at one point yes. many years ago yeah. when you were vocation director and I was as well. Right. Yeah. And so. you know, the National Religious Vocation Association, another one of those alphabet soups, NRBC, is, exactly. is very, very dear to our hearts as vocation ministers because that's where really we get orientated to this ministry and service. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. just, just um, you know, before we go back to uh, part of your religious vocation as brother, because you also mentioned about um, you know, being the secular part, or actually, let, let's talk about it now real quickly. And then I just want to okay. ask you a couple more questions about uh, your wisdom on your experience in the Camino. So you mentioned that you're, um, you before you were invited to think about your vocation as a brother with the Servites, mm-hmm. you were already part of the secular. Can you just tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what does that mean? You know, we know the word mm-hmm. secular, but what did that mean for you as someone, mm-hmm. um, as, as part of that membership? Yeah, uh, well, the secular order is a lay movement mm-hmm. of the Servite order, opened up to lay men and women who are called to live the charism of the Servite order. Can you tell us a little current... bit about the charism mm-hmm. of the Servite order? Uh, the charism is a threefold charism. It's a fraternity, devotion to Mary, or in, in our case, uh, Our Lady of Sorrows, who's our patroness, mm-hmm. and community, fraternity. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a threefold charism. So um, that was a charism that um, I felt called to, attracted to, and that's what... Um, called me to the secular order. Okay. And the secular order was being established at that parish at that time. Uh, I think I was the second group mm. um, who finished the the novitiate to take promises. Because in the secular order, at least in the servite order, uh, we make promises. We don't take vows for the secular orders. Uh, so I was there for three years, and that nurtured that vocation um, to the the order itself and to follow my calling as a survived brother. Mm-hmm. So um, if are, are you part of that formation in terms of giving formation to secular order now? Because if people are interested in being formed as a secular member of the Servites, uh, where would they go? Do, they, do you have a mm-hmm. particular contact information 
Yes, there there is a uh, a superior or a prioress, a national prioress. Mm -hmm. The secular order now is led by uh, a lay group itself, okay. and there's a secular. There's a woman by the name of Debbie Nunes mm -hmm. out of California, mm -hmm. who is the national prioress of the order. But anyone's needing information, seeking information about the secular order, mm -hmm. can call me here in my office, and I can lead them. Uh, in the right direction. Great. What's I am your phone involved number? <laughs> still with the secular order. Yes, the number is 773-533-0360, extension again, 212. Okay, once again? 773-533-0360, extension 212. Perfect. So just call yeah, Butter or Naldo if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can lead you in the right direction. Okay. I am still, just to finish answering your question, yes. I do help with the secular order, okay. especially here in Chicago. Okay. Um, with We have Spanish community here in Chicago, mm -hmm. and I assist uh, them as their spiritual guide, okay. spiritual advisor. And also for, so other than secular order, um, you can also help those who wish to be part of the religious community as a brother. Um, and are you also, do you, are you an order who also have ordained religious priests? Yes. Yes. Okay, we, so we are a clerical order okay. that has uh, the vocation of the brother. Uh, but we don't look at the order as a clerical order. Mm -hmm. We look at ourselves as religious and because that's why we're brothers, yeah. whether we're ordained clerics or brother, uh, lay brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, in a nutshell, we are religious and we're the same because we profess the same vows. That's wonderful. I just didn't get ordained. Yeah. Um, I, 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 my hands were not... Uh, uh, anointed with the sacred chrism, but my heart is. Right. Yeah. As a brother, you are very much a part of the community. And then yes. those who want to be a member of the Servite Order as ordained, that's fine too. They can begin um, uh, going through the process. So we have about one minute. Um, okay. So the wisdom, if you can put it in a nutshell, uh, about your Camino experience, what was your takeaway? My takeaway was that it's an experience, a spiritual journey that will live for me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. To the point, uh, sister, that I am returning to the Camino in August, but I'm doing the Camino Portugues. You're going back. Wow. I'm going back to wow. continue that journey. It was, it was a very fulfilling experience, uh, a wonderful way to to reignite, rekindle my vocation mm -hmm. um, and to continue to discover who I am yeah. and what God has in store for me. Right. And then with that, your vocation as a brother, mm -hmm. why a brother uh, per se, you kind of talked about that, but what makes it distinctly? Uh, because you were also part of the secular. So why be a brother? Yeah. Why be a brother now? <laughs> I, I wanted to consecrate my life mm -hmm. uh, freely. And the, the fact that the Servite's patroness is Our Lady of Sorrows mm -hmm. was um, the number one thing because I grew up 
in a home where um, we had a, a great devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, to, to continue to dedicate my life to her, uh, emulate uh, our Blessed Mother as that uh, one perfect disciple. Wonderful. Not only the mother of our Lord, but also a follower, a faithful follower that's of beautiful. our Lord. And that's the inspiration that I receive Thank in this you. order, and I still receive. Thank you, Brother Ronaldo. That's so beautiful. Thank you for imparting your wisdom. Thank you all Thank for joining you. us. And be join us every first Thursday of the month. And thank you again, Brother Arnaldo, and to your uh, order, and God bless you on your vocation as brother. Thank you, sister. God bless you. God bless.